What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the Heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast, 17 County Podcast. Uh, We would also like to take the time to thank our members. Uh, Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to do what we do down here at YCDC. Um, So members such as AgriProducts, York General, York State Bank, uh, York Cold Storage, uh, Overland Ready Mix Company, and Midwest Bank. Uh, All great members to help us do what we do. Uh, So if you're interested to learn uh, more about our members, uh, who our members are, how to become a member yourself, uh, you can find that information at yorkdevco.com. That's yorkdevco.com. So we'll hop into our interview. Today we are joined by an individual from Arlington, Nebraska. He found his way to Heartland Community Schools by way of the University of Nebraska. Uh, he currently serves as guidance counselor for Heartland Community Schools um, and has held uh, other roles uh, during his time here. Uh, and so I would like to welcome to the show, Micah Sundberg. Thanks for having me on here, Derek. I appreciate it. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so we'll get right in here. Got a fun little segment, uh, new to this year's pod, or this season's podcast. Uh, it's uh, this or that segment. Uh, we just kind of go back and forth. I ask you a couple questions about, uh, or ask you to choose between two different things. Um, and we kind of go from there. It's kind of a fun little thing. So first things first, uh, Coke versus Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi. Pepsi, yeah. No. Uh, is there is there any type? Is it Pepsi itself or like Cherry Pepsi or what do you like? Oh, uh, when I was younger, it was Cherry Pepsi. Now it's just regular Pepsi. Oh, I had a bad experience with Coke once. It just did not taste good. And right was, on. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Uh, grilled chicken or fried chicken? Um, mentally, I would probably order grilled chicken, but realistically, I'm getting the fried chicken. <laughs> uh. We'll go with uh, early morning or late nights. Uh, early morning. Right on, yeah. Like get things done, I imagine. Yeah, get things started. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it's early morning then, so toast or eggs? Uh, eggs. Eggs, okay. Anything else to go with your like morning breakfast? Uh, not really, no. I'm sure some friends out here, this has a protein shake too. <laughs> but Something else to kind of keep everything going, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Uh, cardio or weights then? Uh, weights. Weights, yep. all right. Yep. You stay pretty active then with the the gym here then? Yeah, so I, I've been falling off a little bit, but usually it's 5.30 or so. I'm up, up at the school, up and working out beforehand. So that's where that early morning comes in. And then yep, yep. Downside of that, I'm in bed by 8 o'clock. So. Hey, that's all right. Yeah. Got to get those eight hours somehow. Yeah. Facebook or Twitter? Um... Probably Twitter. Yeah. Uh, podcasts or music? Probably podcasts. Is there a certain type of podcast that you like? You like, or is there one that's on your radar, or one that you you know, always got to be listening to? Listen to a variety of stuff. Um, I had a friend suggest his name's Brett Bartholomew, Art of Coaching. Okay. Um, it's more of kind of like that self motivation kind of. I don't know how you want to describe it, but kind of. That. Self-motivation, he does a lot of things with just how to become a better person, that type of stuff. And then goes into strength conditioning, that type of thing. So it's nice. Yeah, kind of up your alley, for sure. Yeah. Hamburger or taco? I'd say tacos. Okay, yeah. Is there anywhere around here you like to go? Loxina. Yeah. I've been there a few times. 
Oh, I can't remember the place. Down, there's that one down a link in that my roommate and I would always go down to. Can't remember what it is though. It was south of campus there. Smaller place. Not many people know about it. Is that like an 18th and F like area or I, no, like right by a church? There's like yeah, a church right there. Right across from a yeah, church. Yeah, there's like a Renzo right there too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Casey's. Yeah, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah, yeah. I used to live in an apartment right by there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. knew exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, card game or board game. I'll probably say car game. Okay. Passenger or driver when you're in a vehicle? Nowadays with gas prices, I'll like to be the passenger <laughs> a little bit more. Someone else's vehicle even. Yeah, <laughs> not even my, not even your car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee, all right. Um, big sports guy, I take it? Yeah. Try to be, yeah. Try to get, yeah. yeah. Stephen A or Skip Bayless? Uh, Skip Bayless. Okay. And then accuracy or speed? Accuracy. Accuracy. Perfect. Right on. So jump in here. Uh, tell me a little bit about growing up in Arlington. What was that like? What kind of kept you busy? What were your family up to? Um, was it just you? You know, yeah. Show me your, tell me about it. So growing up in Arlington, small town, um, a little bit bigger than Henderson here. Um, we had Fremont just uh, the west of us. So kind of had that. How far away was it? Like 30 minutes less? Oh, Fremont was probably about maybe 10 minutes or so. Okay. Nice. Um, Omaha was just a little bit south of that, southeast of it. Of us, it was about half an hour there. Okay. Um, so I either went to Fremont, went to Omaha, um, with friends, things like that. Um, as far as family, um, always grew up there. Grew up there. Um, I was adopted at a young age. Um, myself and my sister were not biologically, but um, parents adopted both of us. So I have an older sister. Um, she went to Arlington. Uh, graduated I think two thousand five. And then older brother as well. He graduated ninety seven. So I was a little kid when yeah. um he went through there. Um but yeah, no enjoyed the town. A uh, small community. Had seemed like on every weekend or weekday during the summers, meet a whole bunch of friends, go down to the park for cell phones. So it's not like, hey, I'm not gonna make it. It's hey, we're gonna be here at two o'clock. 2.40, still waiting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, enjoyed that time there. and Still try to make it back whenever I can here. But, yeah, you know, super involved in sports. Did um, youth football, baseball, basketball. Tried to do golf a little bit here or there. Didn't pick that up until a little bit later. Brother kind of pushed me on that one. Mm-hmm. He's a big golfer. He does that now for a living. Definitely been spoiled with him and all of the places and people that he knows. But yeah, I mean, enjoyed the enjoyed the town. It's changed a lot since I've been there. Since I've been back, it seems like something new is going up all the time. New families coming in. So, did you have a job or anything like that where you were in high school or anything like that? Uh, yeah. So my junior and senior year, I want to say, stopped playing football. So I had that. Part of that summer and um, the fall open, stopped playing sophomore year, uh, and then got a job at a golf course in Valley, actually, or people know as Valley, called the Pines Country Club. Okay. I was, I, how they advertise it was cart attendant, however you want to phrase it, <laughs> wash carts essentially, pick the range, uh, make sure trash, you know, trash cans are emptied and filled. Just do with, anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kind of that. Do what you're asked. Utility yeah. person there. Um, the person who uh, manages it was family friends. 
so knew his family. They were looking for someone. So why not? You know, can't get much better working at a golf course. How hard could it be? <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're outside all day. That sounds like a pretty good job. So did that my junior senior year. Uh, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, not many people on Linkwood for hey, we're gonna walk the parks here. Did you go golfing pretty like pretty regularly? That or were you much of a golfer? So like, did you get good at golf during those couple of years, or how'd that work? Yeah. So, um, my sophomore through senior year, I really dove into basketball and golf. Well, if I'm not gonna play football, I should probably do something or try to get good at something. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. with that job. I love to work in the mornings. I'd have to be there at like 6 o'clock in the morning. It's like a half an hour drive um, to get there. So there was kind of that early bird starting there. Um, mm-hmm. Work from 6 to noon. And then from there, there were a lot of days where I want to get home until 6 o'clock at night just because I would play or do whatever, um, practice it out in range and things like that. So I still say I'm not very good. You ask other people here, they might say I'm somewhat all right or Pretty decent. You're good for the good for an average golfer. Yeah. I would say I'm an average golfer. <laughs> um, other people might disagree, but <laughs> I'll take it though. So definitely, definitely. And so, uh, did you always know you wanted to go to college? Did you know that was your next step? Did you like ever feel like you know going into the workforce or doing something else or you know how was how did you decide upon college? Um. So yeah, for us, it's. Or I guess for me, and I don't want to speak for my generation here, but that was one of those things. If you want to, you know, be successful, you go to college. Now it's changed a lot where it's not quite like that anymore. Um, but I kind of always known that I want to be a teacher. Always wanted to coach. I thought this through somehow. It's, if I want to coach high school, I usually have to be a teacher at the time. And just kind of where I grew up, we, we didn't have a whole lot of outside of community members or things like that. Be, be a coach. Um, so I always knew I wanted to teach and coach. My dad has done that kind of when he was growing up too, from the right place he worked at. He was never my coach. I think both of us are a little thankful for <laughs> that a little bit. But and it might have been fun having him as a, as a coach, but he was kind of past that chapter um, when I was around. So, yeah, always knew I wanted to go to college. So so did you say your parents were a big influence then on you becoming? So, I mean, both of them were teachers right it's from the sounds of it yeah both of them were uh, high school teachers um, mom was business at Fremont and she's moved you know around a few times between Arlington and Fremont a couple other schools um, dad was science high school science he was the same thing um, I want to say they pushed me a whole lot I still I still ask them to say like you know how how did you handle me because they never said hey be a teacher or hey do this they were kind of laid back. If I did something stupid, they were there. Hey, you did something stupid, but um, very supportive, though, I think, in that way. So just kind of, hey, whatever you do, we'll support you no matter what. Um, and I just kind of dove down that that aisle, I guess, or down that road of being a teacher. So Perfect. And so you head to UNL. Um, like, did you know like what you wanted to teach, like what type of teacher you wanted to be, or was that like quite of an exploratory process while you were at the university, or you know how was your your time? You know, yeah, how did you kind of decide to do that at the university? Yeah, I was actually just talking with a student about my path a little bit and majors and all that, and um, first one in there thought about being a teacher. I didn't know high school or elementary or middle school or what career. Um, 
there. I back of my mind I could be a PE teacher. Um, UNL discontinued that program when I got there. Okay, maybe I can be middle school math. High school gets a little too advanced for me. Middle school math. Mm -hmm. um, they changed their programs around, so they didn't have a middle school endorsement anymore. It's kind of consolidated with high school or elementary. Um, when I got to Lincoln, it was, okay, I'll do elementary, and then kind of got to the high school a little bit. Um, and from there, I, I've changed at one point. I thought I was going to major in psychology. I love the self-motivation, kind of that mm -hmm. understanding mm -hmm. the brain, how people behave and that type of thing. Um, didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with that, so kind of went away from that. Um, thought about doing something, it's called PGM, we're the professional golf management. Yeah, I had a friend do that. Okay, yep. yeah, yep. you had to be really good at playing golf, <laughs> not just <laughs> you had to be above average, you had to be even better than average. <laughs> yes, so yeah. that went you know in and, in and left pretty quickly. Um, and then thought about doing PT or um, physical therapy. I told myself I wasn't going to be a science teacher. I didn't really like science a whole lot, and <laughs> my dad might not like me for that, but may understand a lot more of why. Um, so all the science classes there, I was like, yeah, that's probably not for me either. And then I kind of got down to the end of my freshman year, kind of had to make a decision of elementary or high school. Um, the path I took was elementary, obviously. High school, I think, Doing high school teaching would have taken me another year. Well, I don't really want to stay in school for another year, so I'll go elementary and like the little kids and being able to um, interact with them and being bigger than they, they are too a little bit. Yes, yes, that kind of helps. Did you do your like student teaching there in Lincoln, around the Lincoln area, or where did you have, where did you go for your student teaching? Um, student teaching was Manchester Elementary in Elkhorn. Okay. Um, when I first looked it up, uh, the only Manchester I knew was in the UK. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going here. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, did uh, student teaching in Elkhorn there. I enjoyed it a lot. My cooperating teacher was a male as well. Um, so there was just kind of that relationship built there already. Um, really enjoyed my time there in that school atmosphere there. Um, and then I was also got my foot in the door of starting to coach. I was a middle school boys basketball coach at EMS or M's, the middle school there. I was a co-head coach, if you want to call it, for their C team. Yeah. Like we had 27 or almost 30 boys just on that C team. Wow. So me and another coach kind of split them up, and then we would play against each other, kind of like a intramural round robin type of format. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I started to coach a little bit more and enjoyed that. I don't know if you have any thoughts or opinions on this, but, I mean, you don't see very many male, you know, K through 5, you know, teachers. And I had one, you know, growing up. I was fortunate enough to have one at the L. Uh, elementary school, uh, Ross Wilson home, um, you know, who I believe is going to be retiring. And so I don't know if they're going to have very many or what their numbers look like for what, talk to me about like, you know, what you think that like dynamic, how important it is for like, you know, young boys to kind of have that, like, you know, a male figure in their life, you know, still, or, you know, if you have any, you know, kind yeah. of opinions about that. Yeah. Um, so at Arlington, um, I started school there at first grade and then obviously went through, 12th grade, um, did kindergarten, or yeah, kindergarten at um, St. Paul's Lutheran. 
but my second grade teacher and at the time it was fifth six we just rotated between mm-hmm. um, those four i had a male teacher in second grade and then fifth and sixth grade for math had a male teacher there i remember a lot from our second grade teacher um mr Pittman. i still can't call teachers by their first <laughs> names <laughs> mr Pittman. it's a good habit um, yeah yeah um he made a lot of fun. He was a sports guy and all of that. So that, for me, that was right up my alley. It's like, hey, I can get along with you. I, you know, not saying, you know, he's my friend or anything like that, but there's that kind of respect there. Not saying I didn't respect anyone else, but um, could relate to him a little bit more. Um, and then same thing with our, or with my fifth, sixth grade math teacher. I still remember a lot of projects for math. So one of the projects was, hey, during football season, we picked a team or were given a team and we had to keep track of their stats, wins, losses. Um, we had to figure out their winning percentage, losing percentage. And then I think we even got to like, okay, how far off are they from the playoff or games back from others within their divisions and all of that. For me, I enjoyed that growing up, loved sports. And that was a thing that made it easy for me and, I still remember those now, however many <laughs> years, years later. But that was a big influence. I never went into teaching thinking, oh, I can be, you know, an influence, especially at the elementary age. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of a big thing of nowadays. Or starting to apply to different places and things like that. That time it was, oh, there's probably not a lot of male elementary teachers. Um, Growing up, I watched Boy, Boys Meets World all the time. Yeah, yeah. So Mr. Feeney. Yeah. That's what I feel like I'm doing here a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of jumping ahead, or hopefully not jumping ahead, but no, third no. grade, when I started out here, they're currently eighth grade, and I followed them third, fifth, sixth, seventh. And <laughs> yeah, these kids better be just, you know, used to you, I should say. Yeah. You know, I get a handful of say, you're not coming with us to freshman year, are you? <laughs> I don't think so. For the both of us, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but that was a big thing, too, and that I've looked at. and um, Even throughout my practicums in Lincoln, I saw a few elementary male teachers. Uh, I remember one of them was, I can't remember what the school it was, but um, male art teacher. Mm-hmm. And specifically, he was an Asian male art teacher. And for me, being um, adopted from Korea, that was one of those things. I don't see, you know, very many, um, you know, Asian male teachers and then let alone elementary. So, um, that was, I always thought that was a cool thing to be able to see. And I guess now looking at it, I'm able to provide that type of opportunity experience as well. So definitely it's cool. I mean, it's great to always have that. You'll be able to see that, you know, in where you're working and you never know who you're inspiring, you know, by, you know, just being around and everything. So, uh, so how did you arrive, you know, here at Heartland? You know, you talked, uh, you did your practicum, you got ready, you know, how did you, um, I I imagine you just saw a list, you applied to, like every other teacher I've, you know, kind of talked to, you, you applied for a whole list of jobs and whatever came back, you kind of, you know, kind (laughs) of went, but, you know, tell me your story. Yeah. So, um, I graduated in December, the winter of 2015. Um, which looking back, that was probably the best thing for me because I didn't have to rush to apply for jobs that spring um, or that next fall. So that spring took time um, to sub at a lot of different schools, subbed at Bennington, Elkhorn, um, 
I think I was also hired at Pillion because I was a little bit further of a... Would you kind of recommend that route? You know, if people can either graduate early or delay like another semester to like finish in that winter time period. So that way you can sub and get like that kind of experience without, you know, commitment to a full-time job and then, you know, kind of, you know, apply and have that experience or what, what are your thoughts on that? I guess. Yeah. So I enjoyed it a whole bunch. Like I, like I said, like looking back at it, that was probably the best decision I've made. Um, because like what you said, like I was able to experience things without having that pressure of, okay, these are your kids. This is your classroom. Um, I subbed in Bennington a lot between their three, I think going on now four different elementary schools. Um, so I talked with a lot of different teachers there of, Hey, what kind of worked with you or, a lot of them kind of came up to me and said, hey, next year when you start applying or as you're applying, like here's some things to kind of think about as far as like classroom management, um, just kind of what, how you want to structure and schedule your routines within the class. That was a big thing that helped me that I'm, again, very fortunate enough to be able to go through. As far as having parents as teachers, like that was one thing I already kind of had an idea. High school and elementary are a little different. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would definitely recommend if you're not a hundred percent sure or kind of like that paid internship since, you know, teaching, you don't really have that. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. that would be definitely a great way, great opportunity to go through. And it allows you, you know, different, um, districts and schools to be able to experience. Like I said, I was at Elkhorn, I was at Bennington. Um, I could have subbed at Arlington, but, um, didn't go down that route there, but yeah, I mean, it just opens up a lot of different things. Like I said, I could have subbed at Papillion and those schools there. It just kind of gets your name out and different things like that. Um, I remember, I think I made business cards too. So whenever I subbed at a place, I would leave a business card. Um, say, Hey, kind of keep me in mind if you're going to have any openings coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember told this to, a lot of people I talk with and hang out with here. I think it was sometime my first year here. I got a phone call from, I think it was a PE teacher. Hey, can you sub for me today or something like that? No, I'm about two hours away from you. I can't come in and sub. I actually got another, or got a job here. So I guess anyways, yeah, back to my main question. Yeah, how'd you get back here to, to how'd you arrive here to Heartland? Um, yeah, so I think I was looking at this um, not too long ago, I think I applied to like nine different school districts or nine different districts um, from Lexington all the way. I think there's a trainer, Iowa. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Whether it's through newspapers or, um, you know, friends of friends or my parents kind of let me know or help me out through that process as well. Trying to use every resource of net network person yeah. you've had. Yeah. I could build. Yeah, um, I had a cousin that was um, older older than I was. Um, she was working at Fort Calhoun, so called her, asked her, hey, how do you like Fort Calhoun mm-hmm. and all of those things. And so, yeah, just trying to network as much as possible. Anyways, applied to all those different schools, had a few interviews here and there, and got to Heartland. And it's one of those things. I'm a horrible interviewer. Probably you can imagine right, right now. Um but got done. It's like called my parents, just like what I've always done. You know, let them know, hey, it went well, or yeah, probably not gonna get a phone call from them. 
Um, but this was a place where, hey, I thought the interview went really well. Who did you, did you do with Brad? Yeah, so yeah. it was um, Mr. Bass's car, and then at the time it was Sadie Coffee. Okay. Um, she was the elementary principal at the time. She was one who were. Now it's Ranky. Yep. Ranky. Yeah. Yep. Dana Ranky. Um, yeah, interviewed with them, and then um, Sadie showed me around the school and building and things like that. Um, enjoyed that interview. I didn't. I always say I didn't do well, but I'm but, here now, so apparently some something did all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I when I interviewed here, called parents, said, hey, I, you know, just the atmosphere and the community here. It's like, gosh, I I hope I get the job here. Um, felt a lot like Arlington. They're similar in sizes, um, and just kind of that community feel of everyone knows everyone here. Like we're all we're all kind of going through this together. Um, told my parents I would love to have a job here. I hope I get the job here. Uh, I think this would be a great place for me. A few weeks later or possibly a month later, I got a call saying I didn't get the job, but if there was another position that opened, then I'd be the next person on the list. Um, so kind of detouring a little bit, got a job from thankfully my brother, got me a job out in Massachusetts at a golf course, Vineyard Golf Club there um, as a caddy. And then right before I was going to take off there, I get a phone call from Heartland again. Hey, we have a job open up for you. Would you be interested in taking it? But yeah, I took the job. I started out in third grade. Me and uh, Michelle Rongi, it's neighbor now. Yep, um, yep. Both were new as third grade teachers at the same time. So. And so uh, what were your you know, first few years kind of like? You, I know you mentioned it a little bit that you kind of kind of job hop through the grades, but kind of talk to me about, you know, your first few years and kind of how it's kind of gone since. Uh, yeah, so the first year was third grade. Um, did everything with reading, math, science, English, um, all of those things. And it was a great learning experience. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll say that way because it's one of those things like you're never ready. It's just like coaching. People are never ready for the first game until after they've gone through it. But most definitely learned a lot, kind of learned the structure, the routine and how I kind of wanted to operate the classroom. Um, that next year I changed right away. So I was third, fifth and sixth grade science. So I cut out. That was math. year two? Yeah, that okay. was year two already. Okay. All right. Um, I cut out um, all the math and English and reading, which probably good for me. <laughs> I remember I told myself when I told the kids to. I never wanted to teach science. Like, that was the thing to do. Okay, if I'm going to be a teacher, I don't want to teach science. Um, got thrown into that and enjoyed it, learned a lot. Found yourself teaching science. Yep. Found, found myself teaching science. And, um, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's when I started coaching girls basketball, or assistant with uh, Greg Beerhusen, and um, enjoyed that experience. It was nice to not coach that first year and kind of get my feet wet as far as just, just teaching learning how to teach yeah yeah <laughs> let alone learning how to do yeah that when you learn how to coach yeah, yeah. um enjoyed that and that year that second year a lot and then going to the third year um i changed again to just fifth sixth grade science then so i dropped third grade um and then added on coaching football Took head boys golf, 
Like middle school football? Or high school football. High school football, okay. I believe, yeah. I always have to think that. It was my fourth year coaching football, head boys golf, and fifth year just coaching basketball. So, um, But yeah, did that. Top fifth, sixth grade science again. Um, and then started coaching a lot more. And I started to enjoy teaching science a lot more than kind of what I started off as. And now I don't think I would want to teach anything else. So it's funny how all that stuff comes around and works itself out. It's crazy how sometimes when we have a plan, you know, it never ever really, you know, that plan never really happens. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's good to have that plan. I'm not telling oh, yeah. any of your young listeners to not plan. You probably wouldn't either. Yeah. But yeah. that plan, you might as well throw it in the trash, honestly, by the time you <laughs> you know go to put it in, into place. And so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, I want to be middle school. So I always liked the upper grades. Um, so when I took the job for third grade, it's like, oh, boy, what am I kind of <laughs> getting into here? Um, but, yeah, again, it's kind of funny how those things work and how God's plan works for you and exactly tours or alternate roads that he has. So, and so I was coaching kind of been, what were, what were kind of some of the things that maybe you didn't expect or some of the things that were, you know, this is, you know, this is kind of like I, you know, thought it would be or not how I thought it would be. I knew I want to coach basketball. I love that. I want to coach golf, boys golf and boys basketball is what I had set kind of one of the <laughs> back into. That was your plan. Yeah, that was my plan. That was my idea. Already at um, Eric Watson came into my room. It's like, hey, you want to coach basketball? Yeah, sure. It's girls basketball. Um, maybe. <laughs> Not so sure about that, coach. I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I just took at it or looked at it as you know, it's a step in the door at least of coaching, and then maybe if I want to transition out of girls and, um go start coaching boys basketball, then I at least have the opportunity or have that experience. Now I don't think I could – I feel like I would have a hard time transitioning to go coach boys. Mm-hmm. You've just gotten so familiar with – Yeah. Gotten used to the girls and kind of their their demeanors. And um, just around here, it's, it's one of those things. I think we've all gotten very comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the seniors last year was my first year coaching. So I've coached them freshman through senior year and then okay. the current seniors. Nice. You've like had a whole class to coach through. Yeah. Uh, kind of been around the block a little bit. And, but yeah, coaching girls basketball is a lot of fun. I uh, enjoyed basketball a lot and then got thrown into football. That was one. I was like, I don't know how much I'll be able to help you. I played one year as a freshman. Didn't really ever play. And then um, not only transitioning from football, not playing with it, but playing Going from eleven man to eight man now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. where's the rest of the field? Where's the rest? Of, where's the rest of the team? Where is the rest of it all? Yep, yep. yep. Um, but no, that was a lot of fun. Um, ben Lindsay, that was his first year as head coach as well. Uh, he's a year older than I am. He was from Pierce, so mm-hmm. Arlington and Pierce, kind of pretty close to each other. Um, he's he's done a great job, and we've both learned, you know, learned from each other along the way, and. I've I've come to enjoy it. That's kind of where I can be more outspoken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people can see them. May see them a little reserved and not very loud, but I still get comments from basketball or football. It's like we didn't realize how loud you were, <laughs> <laughs> how enthusiastic you can be. Definitely. Um, and then yeah, and then golf. Get the more reserved side and uh, enjoy the sport. I'm 
super happy with the program that um, Matt Waltzberger was the coach before me, how he's ran everything and the su success he has. So I had, you know, big shoes to fill there. Um, and then coaching now and getting more boys out every single year. Like now we're at 22 this year. Right on. That's golf. pretty and good. Yeah. Uh, Arlington, we only had 12. Mm -hmm. And that was struggling. Hey, come play golf and getting 12. Now it's 22 of, hey, they're out wanting to play. So That's good. That's really good. So that's that's awesome. Um, it's good for the game of golf. I mean, yeah, it's tough yeah. to get find young players. So, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I owe it to the community here. I mean, you have a lot of grandparents and parents take their kids out and play. That's helped me out a lot of getting that excitement and getting them that experience. So That's good. Good, good. So tell me a little bit about kind of teaching versus counseling, because now you're in your, you're almost done with your first full year of counseling. Yeah. Um, so what's kind of been the, the challenges, the benefits, kind of what's that been like? Uh, the, the schedule of flexibility has every now and then can be a benefit and a challenge at the same time. Um, not, not as structured. There's like been hitting waves of I'll be super busy and, September, November, and then I'll kind of take it easy through January and um, December, and then starting to pick up again a lot with, it's hard to believe, but with graduation coming up and... <laughs> Less than a month away, I'm sure, almost, just probably just yeah. over, somewhere around a month yeah, away. Yeah, just under a month away. Under, okay. Um, May 8th will be our graduation, so... Wow, yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not being in the classroom, that's that's been a big change, you know, there's benefits to it. I'm able to see and talk to a lot more kids, um, you know, build the, build that rapport and um, connections with them um, through the counseling side. Teaching it was nice. Like I said, I kind of got used to teaching science and there was a lot of things that I was planning, but um, just with transitioning and moving on, it was never completely got to those, but I will say the time aspect of it is nice counseling I can do things like this or um, spend a lot of time kind of watching film every now every now and then <laughs> um, when there are kind of down times but um, but yeah teaching it was it was great I, I miss the kids of seeing them every day and you know that type of thing um, but yeah challenges it's had big shoes to fill with Linda Kayla retiring. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. trying to kind of meet those expectations. And, you know, I, it's one of the things I kind of always hang my hat on is I'm going to work as hard as I can. And um, that's that's been a big challenge of doing something brand new and how figuring out how she did things and how um, I'm working things as well. That's That's kind of been a... A big challenge, but nothing I can't handle. No doubt, so. definitely, for sure, for sure. Um, and so, you know, you've been here for six years now. So, what's kind of life in York County kind of been like for you over these last kind of six years? Has it been what you thought? Did you think you'd be here this long? Just with my parents teaching, I knew usually you're not going to stay in one place forever. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have like the Kobe Bryant of staying at the Lakers forever <laughs> for their entire career. Yep. Yep. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't mind staying here um, forever, um, but I just knew at some point, like, 
Again, one of those plans that changes. Mm-hmm. I knew I probably wasn't going to stay here forever. You tell me I'm going to stay here six years. I don't know if I would have believed you there. After changing every year. <laughs> year I was going to say, yeah, yeah. If you would have <laughs> given yeah, that background, yeah. No, I've enjoyed it. Every every year I've always learned something new. Um, also, I'm very much an introvert. So getting out and talking to new people or community members or kind of exploring on my own, that's something I've slowly progressed and getting there. Um, between just talking with the community members here in Henderson or um, seeing different, finding different businesses or different places to eat in York, like Manufacturing Day that you hosted mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. here uh, in the fall and seeing McLean Beef and doing those types of tours. It, it was a lot of fun. It was something that I probably wouldn't ever see this, you know, without this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were those were good connections to have and to build. Um, Taylor Siebert, a native here, with Strive and all of the different things he's got going on. Um, started to talk with him, building those connections there, and Steve Stebbings, another one uh, that I've gotten to kind of know and through my hobbies of lifting, working out, and exercising, and those things. So I've been able to kind of broaden my horizons and working with the golf course here through coaching and giving kind of lessons on the side or helping some kids out on the side. Now I've enjoyed it a lot. Definitely cool. So we'll kind of jump into some rapid fire questions here to kind of uh, round out the, uh, round out the interview and then we'll kind of let you get on your way. Uh, first question, favorite smell. I think it's like lavender or something. Like okay. That. Yeah. Is like a, like a soap or count. Like in a, ca- a candle or anything, I think it. Well, I have like a lavender scented Febreze detergent that I okay, use. yeah. Um, but otherwise, like the scentsy I have, it's mm-hmm. like cinnamon rolls or chocolate cake or something like that. Where it's like okay, the sweet tooth a little bit, a yeah. little bit. The smell of it, I'm not quite eating <laughs> here. So that yeah. gets you your fix, smelling it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, a favorite season. A time of year for yet Whether football season maybe or spring it's football season is a se- some people have called it a season but spring fall winter uh yeah sports season obviously anything master season just ended yes <laughs> yes that. yes i'm a winter baby we're doing it in december so winters i love it driving not so much but just the snow and all of that just able to stay in watch tv or whatever maybe I would say that's probably one of my go-tos. You're the first person this season to say that, so right <laughs> off. You're, you're, way, way to go. Uh, a favorite um, way to kind of spend your day off when you have uh, time to yourself? What, what what do you do on your kind of time off? Um, yeah, I, I joke around a lot, and a lot of people joke around with me that I'm up here at school 24-7, <laughs> whether it's coaching or, like, honestly, my days off, like during the weekends. It's I'm up here lifting. Come work out. Or yep. shooting baskets or something like that. Um, but otherwise, if it's nice, I'm a fair weather golfer. Nice. So, yep. yep. Or me Wednesday or Tuesday. I think when's supposed to be like 20 to 30. Ooh, I'm yeah. okay with being a coach there and not, not playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, spending time outdoors. Um, hiking or walking, I guess. that That's been a big one. My college roommate. Went down to visit him. He's a big hiker, mountain biker. And nice, yeah. Kind of got thrown into that. So things outdoors. Cool, man. 
uh, a favorite restaurant in York County, somewhere that you like to go. Maybe you got friends coming over to visit. Somewhere where do you kind of take take everyone? Uh, La Casina is is one of those that yeah I would say like a bucket list if you're gonna visit here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then in Henderson, closed now, but Parks. Mm-hmm. That was one that was I think Lindsay and I or Ben Lindsay and I would always go there during the summers after weights. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast there, brunch. And, um, yeah, as far as here in town now, they're not. I hope they can get something back in there kind of soon. I think so, too. Yeah, it'd be, so. it'd be nice. Uh, a favorite memory here in York County. So over your last six years, what's something that maybe kind of stands out? Uh, maybe something school-related or something um, outside, you know, maybe attending a community event. Um, what's kind of a, a favorite memory that kind of stands out from your The teachers had a summer softball Slow pitch softball team. Mm, fun. Hillary Derry Hughes was the one that kind of spearheaded everything. And just because apparently I'm young and I like to work out, that I would make a great <laughs> asset to the team. You're going to be on the team. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's one of those things, like I said, I'm an introvert, so it's nice to get someone to volunteer you. Me, but pull me. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. There, so um, that, that was a great memory. Um, How'd you guys do? Pretty good. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Um, yeah, it it was good. Uh, I don't like to say I'm a competitor. <laughs> You're pretty competitive. With the team. Yeah, we're gonna play something, whether it's chess or checkers or um, rock paper scissors. Like I'm here to win. You want you want to be in the finals. Like that's where why you're there. Yeah. 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 A- absolutely. Um, that was that was a, those are great memories to have. Um, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as like coaching too, my first year as a head coach, made to state oh, the team. Our district was in was at Indian Head and Green Island, not York County, but mm-hmm. um, that was the schools here. So that was a that's good memory. Great memory yeah, to have. So definitely. Uh, how about a dream vacation? What's something that maybe you've got locked away, cooked up, or maybe even one that you've already been on? What's kind of a dream vacation for you? I have like a top five, I guess you can say. Um, when I was in high school, my junior year, the summer, went to Europe. Oh, for like a plot, not that's for like class school trip, but it was something you could sign up for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Europe. It was Ireland, um, Wales, and London. How many days was that? Nine days. Wow. Wow, so Dublin, yeah, Dublin, London, and then Wales. So like three or four days, in, like about three days in about each. About three yeah. days each, yeah. Yeah, um, cool. That was that was a lot of fun. I still kind of keep in touch with some of the other people that went there. And said, hey, we're gonna come back again at some point. Yeah, we're gonna figure out a time to get together. Yeah, that would be great. Um, the aftermath of that was not not the greatest. Next day, I think we got back, had the ACT. The oh my goodness! Yeah, there's no studying done over the last nine days. Yeah. Thankfully, I woke up for it at least at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> at least you made it to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Massachusetts, I would love to get back there on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Um, yep. That was a great place. And again, owe that to my brother there. Um, and then South Carolina, he was down in South Carolina. We would always go visit him. And that was one of the places that I would love to go down to again. Um, last summer, I went to go visit my roommate from Lincoln down there. He was in like that Greenville, Spartanburg yep. area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so went down there and experienced kind of where he. A lot going on down there. There is. I would love to get back there. I'm planning on actually going back there this summer if I. That'd be fun. Have time from coaching, but. 
Yeah. A favorite candy bar? What's something maybe you got locked in the drawer or something that's always, you know, when you're snacking on the golf course? I'm sure you're never snacking on the golf course, but, you know, kind of what, what what's something? Um, it changes. Kids always ask me, hey, what's your favorite candy? Um, and it goes from, like, Starburst uh, to Cookies and Cream Hershey's, <laughs> Kit Kats, uh... Is there certain flavors, Starburst? Like a certain color? Like are you, if like someone gave you like a bag of reds, so, like it'd be. I'm really weird. I guess you can say like if I get a um, mixed bag, I'll eat all like the yellows and pinks first. I see, like yellow. Okay, yeah. I don't like them though. Like I'll save the best ones for last. Uh, so you you eat the worst ones first. I eat the worst ones first. Okay. And then I'll eat like my favorite. I guess are red and oranges. So, okay. Like, but you said if someone gave me a bag of reds, like yeah, perfect. It'd be jackpot. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm weird. <laughs> Interesting that you go through and eat all the worst ones first. That's a bold strategy, but I see the kind of, the idea of, I want to save the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Suffer through, <laughs> suffer through the bad ones, and then, hey, here's it's, your reward. It's all good from here. Here's yeah. your reward for doing that. <laughs> Got it. What's a favorite uh, county or local event? Something that maybe you look forward to every year, whether it's like Henderson's community, you know, get together, um... County fair, kind of what, what kind of is something that kind of you, you look forward to every year? Yeah, so again, still kind of working on trying to get out there a little bit more. Um, community days, uh, enjoyed that. I've done, I think we had a softball team on there at one point, and then um, trying to get a few people trying to get me to play in that um, golf tournament there. Um, otherwise, this last year, we were supposed to have, or somehow I got volunteered to do, there was supposed to be a dunk tank. Yeah. And I got, well, somehow, I don't know who it is or who it was. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> volunteered me to do the dunk tank um, last year. But fortunately, I they had to shut that down. We had a um, bad storm that came Oh, out. how unfortunate. <laughs> so as far as... Me actually doing that, like it was okay. I, I, man, I wish I would. Oh, shucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> apparently kids found out about it. And I will say between a few other teachers, I think that we're going to do it. I think we would have brought in a lot of money. <laughs> so It would have been a good fundraiser. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you for next time. Then. It sounds like maybe. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Next segment here is kind of a fun segment called uh, What's Making Us Hack? What's making us happy? Uh, it's kind of a fun segment to talk about the good in our lives since it's kind of be can be kind of doom and gloom, everything on the news and everything like mm-hmm. that. So just kind of talking about the good stuff. Um, for me, it's that it feels kind of finally like spring. You know, here we are, second week of April. It's finally starting to feel like spring. Like you just said, the yeah. Masters just got over. Yeah. You know, it never really feels like spring, I feel like, until the Masters is on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's starting to warm up, so it feels, it feels good. Uh, how about yeah. you? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things, obviously, like with COVID and all that. Um, I feel like we've just kind of recovered a little bit. Things are starting to, like we said, going back to normal um, with seasons for football, basketball, um, having spectators there, and obviously, like with state basketball and how they did their format, just with some other mm-hmm. scheduling things of being able to go down there and experience that. Um, you know, that's a that's a big thing. I'm super happy that, you know, we're getting back to, just like what you said, just warming up of weather here 
I did say that winter was my favorite season, but I'm not ever, never going to complain if it's sunny and 70. <laughs> oh, exactly. Allows me to get out in the golf course a little bit more. A lot of podcasts and music and things like just more, you know, really happy to enjoy, enjoy sports again, athletics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing that, you know, connects a lot of people, yeah. no matter where you're from. Without a doubt. It's been good to have all that back. It was good seeing Tiger Woods back out there. I don't care that he finished yeah. plus whatever. Yeah. It was a miracle to kind yeah. of just see him out there golfing. So Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. So thank you for your time today. Thank you for taking the last like almost hour, I guess, for sitting down with me. Um, I appreciate that. I also want to thank um, some of our members again, uh, Cornstone Bank, uh, Nebraska Public Power District, Henderson State Bank, um, Community Title Company, uh, Green Realty and Auction, Copsa Odie, uh, perennial public power district and union bank and trust uh, once again all great members uh, that help us do what we do down here at uh, ycdc so i'll let micah go ahead and close out the show uh, you can close it out with a, any final words if you got a quote um that maybe like a favorite quote of yours or any words of wisdom or fear there's an event you want to plug um if heartland's got anything coming up um i'll let you kind of close it out however you want so here you go. Floor is yours. No, no pressure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, just want to say thank you for stopping in. Hopefully, we didn't go over on time or anything like that. Um, but no, again, appreciate you taking the time and um, working with Heartland here. What everything's going on in York and getting kids, um, you know, exposed to all the different opportunities there. As far as words of wisdom, I feel like I'm probably the worst person to give any words of wisdom or. Um, encouraging or anything like that but one of our quotes that we have um, as a staff it was what's your quote that you're going to have for your room or for you um, mine kind of I guess simple but work hard be kind book that I read from Marty Smith mm-hmm. so the NASCAR and college football analyst and all that read one of his books and that was one of the things that oh that's pretty good work hard and be kind pretty simple anyone can do it learn that and we a lot of a lot of activities going on here at Heartland. Um, as far as track, we have junior high track meet tomorrow. And then that's here. And then high school track meet here is Thursday. Boys golf, we're at Fillmore at Geneva. Tuesday at Milford, Wednesday. Hopefully weather cooperates with us. Um, and then, yeah, kind of finishing out our seasons here. Again, wrapping up pretty darn quick. So, yeah. Sounds good. Well, thank you for your time again, Micah. Thank you. This is 17 County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.